Hi, this is Dr. Ed Nichols, and you are actually listening to the very first podcast of Sitting with the Soup, uh, an insight into Madison City Schools. Uh, Over the next several months, uh, we will have different podcasts that give our listeners the opportunity to know more about exciting programs uh, that we have not only in our school district, but maybe even in our community. Uh, Today, I am excited to be with uh, two outstanding educators. I'm here with Lee Thomas, who is the band director at Bob Jones High School, and Keith Anderson, the band director at James Clemens High School. And we're very blessed in our school district to have outstanding fine arts programs. And uh, these two folks right here uh, are probably one of the most visual uh, groups that we have. And so uh, I'd like to begin by just asking them to tell us a little bit about themselves and how they came to be here, how long they've been here in their journey. So Lee, we'll start with you. Give us a little background of of yourself and how you became uh, uh, the band director at Bob Jones High School. All right. Um, well, I, uh, I grew up in a really small town uh, just north of Tuscaloosa in Marion County called Winfield. Um, there are more people in our graduating classes um, at Bob Jones every year than were in my entire high school. Um, and there are more people in my first block class than I graduated with. Um, so it was kind of when I got to University of Alabama uh, in the fall of 2005, it was kind of, you know, little, little fish, big pond, um, but uh, really kind of flourished there. And I spent... Um, seven years there getting my undergrad degree and my grad degree. I was very fortunate to be in a lot of different ensembles and um, I was chosen as one of the drum majors and I did that for three years and uh, so that was really exciting Um, and I was also fortunate to be um, kind of under the care of so many passionate educators there that when the time came for me to search for a job uh, in the fall of really the summer of 2012 Um, I had several of the directors there call Robbie Parker, uh, who was this uh, principal at at Bob Jones at the time, um, and uh, got my foot in the door there. Uh, I was actually fortunate enough that Keith got his job at James Clemens because that kind of gave way for me to kind of slip in there. Um, And I had a a wonderful interview with uh, the longtime band director, Mr. Doyle Thornton. Um, and, uh, you know, that was an interesting dynamic. Uh, we were, I was, I had not taught before and he had taught for, um, nearly 25 years at that point. So, um, so it was definitely interesting. It also was James Clemens first year being open and it was, uh, the first time in a long time that ninth through 12 was at Bob Jones. So I had two entire classes, ninth and 10th grade of, of rookies that first year, um, but I was lucky that I'd gotten a lot of teaching opportunity at Alabama. So when I came in in, in that fall, I uh, kind of just hit the ground running with a large program. Um, so uh, I've been at Bob Jones for, it's been my one and only job. I uh, transitioned my, between my third and fourth year. Mr. Thornton retired and was lucky that he kind of handed the reins over to me. And um, I'm entering my, uh, I guess it's my eighth year as head band director there. Um, very fortunate to, um, to have kind of lucked out and gotten a, a great first job, one and only job straight out of high school. Um, and very fortunate again to, to have Keith kind of across town, not only mentor me 
coming into his position, but also just us being able to kind of work together and build our programs simultaneously. Well, Lee, I'm just glad to know um, you were the drum major at Alabama. I was the drum major at Tennessee, and I was there seven years, and I'm just glad to know somebody else was in school seven years. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I always tell people that, and they wonder if I couldn't get out, but I always like to tell them like you did that I got a master's while I was there. Yes, so, I did. So I'm, I'm glad to know that. I'm glad I now say, well, I'm not the only person, and that gives me credibility. So, yes. uh, uh, Keith, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, from Muscle Shoals, Alabama, graduated, uh, graduated Muscle Shoals High School. Um, and then went to, uh, went to UNA, uh, where I was member of the percussion section there, uh, also drum major for three years, um, graduated from there and had a, you know, like, like Lee had a, a very, very blessed time to be able to do so many different ensembles, kind of collect all those experiences that, that came, you know, that come with the job and, um, graduated from there in, in 2001 and, uh, was contacted from someone, uh, contacted by someone from Bob Jones High School and, um, was, you know, got the got the job to be the assistant band director. Also working with uh, Mr. Doyle Thornton uh, for was there for eleven years. Um, and it's interesting to hear Lee kind of recount her career path because it, it's very very similar. Um, I was I was blessed to come in and be the assistant band director at uh, at, at Bob Jones, and then um, when uh, the position for uh, James Clements opened up, I uh, I applied and was selected. So very interesting spring semester uh, in the spring of twenty twelve when I was the assistant band director at Bob Jones and the director at James Clemens High School at the same time. That was, that, that was lots of fun. But I got to, there, there's, it's just such a huge blessing to be able to build that program and, and look back from the, from the beginning. So, uh, you know, summer of 2012 uh, began the band program in earnest with uh, 87 members. Um, two seniors, uh, just a handful of juniors, and 75% of that band had never marched before. Um, the school was not ready. We did our band camp at Liberty Middle School down the road uh, out in their baseball field. And then here we are. Uh, the, I'm starting my 22nd year uh, as, a, as a band director all in Madison City, uh, 11 years at Bob Jones. This is my 11th year at James Clemens. And uh, things, are still, uh, things are still going strong. And, and, and like Lee said, to have have not only you know not only strong band programs across town from each other um, but to have the the relationships that those band programs have have started with um, it's been a huge a huge asset you know we we joke that obviously you know obviously there are things that we're rivals about but but, but talking about like we're all on the same team you know we we want the best for them they want the best for us and just to see that kind of kind of foster itself you know over the years has been has been really 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 cool well, great. I didn't realize you were a drum major. We've got the drum major market corner around here, don't we? We've got this covered. Um, folks may not know that each of your bands actually have two halftime shows. They have a show that you take on the road to competition, and then they have a, a what I call a football show on Friday nights. Um, um, Keith, tell us a little bit about the themes of your shows this year. Yeah, so our football show theme this year is called Royals. Um, and it is, uh, it's all popular music from, from various, you know, various artists with like, uh, we're opening up with, uh, Lord Royals by, by an artist called Lord. Uh, we're doing some Queen, we're doing some Prince. Uh, we also threw some, uh, some James Brown in there as the Godfather <laughs> of soul. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the, the goal is just to really give everybody on Friday night, just something that everybody can enjoy, can, you know, everybody can rally behind. Um, and, uh, it, it's just, it's just fun. I have as much fun 
putting that show together and working that show as we do our competition shows because it's just it's just fun. That's the that's the whole the whole thing is we just want everybody to enjoy what we're doing on Friday night. And then what would be your competition show? Our competition show is called Subjects of Time. Um, and the competition shows typically are a little uh, not not abstract, but they're a little more artistic in their in their approach. Um, our approach this year is basically we we are going through and kind of telling the story of all the things we do to manipulate and control time. There are moments that we want to go by really fast. There are moments that we want to hang on to. Um, so there are parts of the show where we're we're playing a lot of odd meter things. Like again, we're we're trying to manipulate time in our in our own hands. You know, the ballad slows down, and we want that time to go you know, as long as we can take it. But the whole point is at the end is when we stop trying to fight time, that's when we win. When we take the moments that we're given and make the most of them, that's when we that's when we win. So we're hoping to communicate that in a way that even though our football show is supposed to be super fun, that our audiences will still enjoy and appreciate and relate to that competition theme as well. And Lee, what about your shows? So our, uh, our football show is straight out of Miss Lambert's playbook. It's called Game On. Uh, which is something that she ends every announcement, every pep rally, every faculty meeting. I, she probably ends every single conversation with anybody with Game On. It's probably habit by now. Um, so we are doing, it's kind of a combination of sports anthems that you would hear. Uh, I the Tiger, Jump by Van Halen, We Are the Champions by Queen, which is cool because we're both playing Queen. Uh, and all I do is win. Um, and uh, there's another one in there. Rocky oh. Top. No, no Rocky, Rocky Top. Rocky Top. Okay. Sorry, uh, Mr. Smart definitely would want to slip that one in there, but um, but no, that's not happening. Final uh, uh, Countdown is the other one. And then in between those uh, is a pretty popular um, video game music. So it's kind of a playoff of like games in general, like athletic games, but also there's like the Mario theme or a little bit of Tetris or there's some Zelda, which I had to kind of do a deep dive and because I, I think I was maybe three or four when that came out. Um, so sorry, sorry, Keith. <laughs> um, but uh, it, it's been a, a really cool. Um, of course, the kids want us, you know, we're kind of connecting their, you know, their huge video game nerds and uh and so we're you know kind of having good conversations about that but it's a lot of fun um and then our competition show is uh is called the flame uh and it is loosely based on the uh the disney classic hocus pocus um which the second movie is coming out this fall um and i say loosely based because uh obviously like with keith we kind of have to take an artistic spin to it um, and additionally, everybody knows that story. So if we were just to, to play music from the movie or tell it outright, there's nothing really interesting there. Um, so we're able to kind of take that, um, that theme of the movie um, with the sisters that come back and, you know, trying to kind of reconcile that story. Um, but we were able to kind of take a really fresh take on the music. Um, so we're um, playing Blondie's One Way or Another, which is uh, it's kind of a cool take on that one, um, which is a, a feature song in the second movie. Um, and then our opener is the last movement of Berlioz's Symphony Fantastique, uh, which is cool um, to play a classical piece on the field. And uh, it starts with this big tuba. You're going to love this. I'm going to love it. Ten <laughs> contras playing DSERA. Uh, 
only. That's it. That's the only thing that's happening. No, I love those tubas. Yes. Um, and then our ballad is Young and Beautiful by Lana Del Rey. So kind of around Lord's era, mm-hmm. um, a singer-songwriter, very beautiful. We'll have a soloist in that. Uh, and then our closer is I Put a Spell on You, and we're actually going to um, wirelessly mic a drum set. Um, and that we've never done before, and I really haven't seen, but that being done, but not only wirelessly mic it, but it will be on the field, in the middle of the field. Um, so I, I, it's just a, a, a cool take on it, um, whether you know the movie or the story or even care about it. Uh, I think it will be a cool progression. Um, we've obviously got some fake flame uh, props um, kind of planned, so, uh, so I think it'll be really cool, and uh, we're working on it right now. Now, how many, trying to anyway. How many will you march this year, Lee? Um, we're somewhere between, you know, we still have kids that are coming right. in even daily. I'm sure Keith probably does as well. Um, we're somewhere between 170 and 180. Yeah, that's great. Um, and then we have a good chunk of kids that are um, that are just taking concert bands. So the program's yeah. around 200. Yeah, and Keith, how many? Same. Uh, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're trying to get schedules sorted, you know, and things like that. But we're right, we're right around 195 yeah. with uh, counting all members. And how many freshmen are in that group, Lee? Uh, in the competition group or total? In, in the competition group. Um, probably um, 20. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a good amount. We've got a large a large yeah. freshman class pushing 40. I, so, I used to yeah. laugh and tell my football coach when I was band directing that he had the benefit of waiting till they were juniors and seniors to really play, but I didn't have that mm-hmm. benefit that on that first Friday night all those freshmen had to go on the field. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, he, he didn't really understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it is a challenge. I mean, you're out there on Friday night and you've got kids and, and they're learning to march and play. And, mm-hmm. um, and some of them that's, they've only had, you had band camp. Uh, something that folks don't know is, uh, you start about two weeks before we even get sc- school started, mm-hmm. uh, in the, in the cool of the summer. <laughs> yes. And, um, tell us, you know, one of the things that, that I hope, um, people take an appreciation for is the amount of behind the scenes work that goes into this. So, um, Lee, you start by telling us something that we may not know when we see that band on Friday night and, and, and tell us something that we may not know that is behind the scene that had to happen or goes into putting that band on the field. Oh gosh, where do I start? Uh, I mean, I think logistically people just don't understand what it takes to get um, you know, the kids all in uniform, that's, that's one thing, um, for them to learn, you know, where they're going, um, what they're playing, all of that involves a tree of people. Um, so the show itself, um, you know, who is going to write the drill formations, um, who's going to teach it, um, well, they, they have to know, you know, not only where they're going, but how to get there. And so you have to do this whole series of scaffolding of, um, you know, from putting one foot in front of the other to how they hold their horn to just everything. Um, and then the immense amount of support that goes behind that. I mean, we travel with 15, 20 parents deep, sometimes even 30 of just, you know, loading the trailer to putting the plumes in the shake goes to putting the gauntlets on. Um, but the, uh, the coolest thing I think, and it was said to me in college and I never really thought about it. I'd done marching band for 10 years at that point was, you know, when the, when the halftime show starts, you don't have any control. So when you're looking at, you know, a football game, 
the coaches still have a heavy hand in that. They're calling plays. They're they're doing this. They're doing that. Um, it's still about student performance, but they they can control an element of it. When that whistle blows, it it is one hundred percent student run. So it's I think that that thing is really cool. Um, it kind of blew my mind in college, but also just blows my mind every single week when we're sitting back and you know he and I are probably worried about the same things of what sound equipment is you know going to work or not work or whatever but uh but what's cool is you know you just kind of wipe your hands of it and they are just doing what you have taught them to do or what they've taught each other to do um or adjusting to being on a field that is different than the one that we practice on um, I, I think that, that that is something that maybe people don't realize is just the um, amount of responsibility and contribution that the individual mm-hmm. student does. Um, and then just, the, again, the sheer logistics of supporting them to get there. Absolutely. Keith? Yeah, I think, you know, from, from a logistics standpoint, if you could if you could imagine, if you've ever seen like a, like a live production, you know, like, like take a musical, and you just sit there as, as you're waiting for that, for that production to happen and just ask yourself, how did that happen? And then let your mind go through all of the steps that had to have happened for that performance to take place. Like, like Lee was saying from, from, you know, uniforms or costumes, you know, all of these things, how did, how did they arrive? How were they fed when they were, when they were, were they fed? Are they going to be fed after, you know, all, all of these things. What about, you know, what, how much, how many rehearsal hours went into this particular part of it? You know, and then there's there's two productions going on. We've got students with so many responsibilities, and this is just one class that they have, in addition to their other classes. And we have many students that are not just high achieving in band, but also high achieving academically. So they're they're balancing this incredibly rigorous activity with you know multiple hours of after school responsibilities, as well as their their other class responsibilities. And several of them have jobs, or they're involved in scouts, or all of these things. You know, when you see a band student performing. There are so many things that that went into that, and then like Lee, like Lee mentioned, I like how she put it. Just the tree of volunteers, you know, that we could not do what we do without without parental support, obviously, but just from a, a community support as well. You know, the 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 folks that keep coming back and clapping for those students, or keep supporting our fundraisers, you know, and, and things like that, because it's you know when you're when you're moving, you know, close to two hundred people every week. There's a lot of moving parts, and it doesn't it, it doesn't just happen without uh, you know as much as we would probably love to say that oh yeah we just snap our fingers and magic happens <laughs> you know that's certainly not it's certainly not true at all and we're very we're very fortunate to be in a community that allows us to do what we do and support and be willing to volunteer for all for all of those responsibilities that come up so that their students can can pursue this this thing that they they have to be passionate about or like you said they wouldn't come to school two and a half weeks early to sweat and work out in the heat and all of that stuff well um, first of all let me say what great programs we have and that you both and your teams do a tremendous job uh, not just on Friday you know people don't understand that there's a lot more to it than just what they see during football season and concert season and your bands have performed it different uh, state meetings and festivals and uh, you constantly rate your bands as superior on on challenging concert music so it's a year-long event and we certainly could not even begin as band directors uh, all the parent help that we have and support and and community so um, I hope when folks see the band on Friday night and they roll out there they realize that as you said there's so many layers 
uh, that go to that. And, and one of those we, we will have this year is middle school band mm-hmm. and uh, fine arts in the elementary school. But no, no band's great at the high school that doesn't have a great feeder program. Okay. And so um, we're going to talk to our middle school teachers and uh, we're going to talk to other fine arts teachers this year. But you have given us a great insight into what we can prepare to see uh, every Friday night uh, for those that come out. And if they don't come out and, and see this, they're missing a treat because uh, we certainly uh, have great programs here in Madison City Schools. So thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to sit with the Sioux. Thanks for having and, me. And uh, we'll, we'll have, uh, have you back in the future. And I know we'll look forward to seeing you. So this is uh, Dr. Ed Nichols and Sitting with the Soup. And we hope you have a great day because we're glad to be here. Thank you.